With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Been a massive show. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed it. A couple of big interviews that are there on the podcast. If you want to download the Dwayne's World podcast anytime you like, Daisy Pierce having a chat to us, Sean Gregg about all things footy. And Tyler Brown, if you didn't hear Tyler Brown earlier on the program, the ex Magpie has joined the Adelaide Crows. So a good news story there for Tyler Brown and those that, uh, that believe he was good enough to be playing AFL footy, even though Collingwood. Cut him from the list. Let's talk some Melbourne Storm, though. Frank Panisi's been good enough to join me, general manager of football at the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm season not far away from starting as well. In fact, they've got a game against the Roosters coming up in Geelong, Feb 12, at GMHBA Stadium. And they're down in Geelong now at Geelong Grammar. Frank, welcome to you. Great to have you. Where do I find you? At the Grammar? Yeah, we're all back on our way to Grammar School, Dwayne. So uh, great to be back. Um, yeah, we've been down here this week for our annual two-week camp, so uh, it's going well. Beautiful facility. You've been there before. They've got a gym the size of, well, a small country town in Victoria. It's a good facility. It's an outstanding facility, Dwayne. We've, this is our eighth annual camp down here, and uh, we get a lot done in the two weeks. As you said, everything we need on campus, and it, uh, there's obviously uh, it's a little bit away from Geelong City itself, so the boys spend a lot of time together, and uh, it's good for the connecting as a group, and and also, as I said, we get a fair bit of work done. So you, I know the, the grass is like carpet there in the gym and the pool are magnificent, but any of the guys in their spare time getting a chance to row out and put a line in? <laughs> no, not, not that I'm aware of, uh, Dwayne, but uh, there's a couple of keen fishermen there. and We've had the afternoon off, so a few of the boys have headed down different directions, a couple down to Torquay and other places. So, yeah, they, they might have done that. How big a game against the Roosters in Geelong? I know it's a pre-season game, Feb 12, but the Roosters are going to be really good again. Yeah, they're definitely going to be one of the teams to beat, I think, along with Penrith. They're probably the two standout teams um, for, the, for the season. Uh, look, for both clubs, it'll be our first trial of the season, so there'll be an opportunity for both clubs to trial a number of uh, new players and young players. Um, so it's just, and I said, it's a really important stage for a lot of players to, who are on the fringe to press their their claim for a spot for the first round against Parramatta. And have you got a full squad? I know Ryan Pappenhausen's rehab has been well documented on your website for those who want to keep up to date with that. How's your squad looking? Yeah, not too bad. There's a few players obviously from long-term injuries from last year. Uh, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen's one. Christian Wells is coming back from an Achilles uh, injury that he sustained in round one. Remus Smith's another player that went... Um, uh, halfway through the season, so they're all training well. For a little bit early to to say whether they'll be right for round one, but they're certainly showing all the signs that they're going to be a strong chance of playing in, in round one. So round one against the Eels away, um, and then you've got your first home game against the Bulldogs Saturday night, March 11, round two. So if you want to get your tickets, they're available. If you want to buy a Melbourne Storm membership, make sure you jump on board the Storm for 2023. 
Um, so how does your preparation sort of evolve? How much do you, do you focus on this time of year when it comes to competitive body-on-body stuff or do you not have as, as much body-on-body stuff as you may have had this time of year 10, 15 years ago? No, we, we do a fair bit. It's, you know, obviously all control, but um, you know, January is probably the month where in terms of both volume and intensity, it's the highest. Uh, you put a lot of work into the players uh, this particular time of year because uh, once the season starts, really, there's not too much you can really do except you know, prepare each week and there's a lot of recovery. So this, this is a really important month. So they've got a couple more weeks of really hard work, uh, long days, uh, and then we'll start tapering down towards mid to late February ready for that round one game. We've got two trials. We've got the, the long game against the Roosters, as you said, Dwayne, and then we travel over over the ditch and play uh, the Warriors over in Christchurch in our second and last trial. So, uh, yeah, and then from about there, we'll start getting ready for round one. And new team in, the Dolphins this year. How are they going to shape up? Yeah, look, a lot of uh, people are riding them off straight away. I, I, I think that's dangerous for a number of reasons. They've... Uh, uh, you know, I've got Wayne Bennett as their head coach. I mean, he's been around uh, longer than anyone. Uh, you know, he's certainly got success wherever he goes. So he's going, they're going to be more than competitive. And, you know, they've got a number of our players in the Bromwich boys and, and Felice Cafusi. And so they've got plenty of each surprise a few teams. I think they won't be the easy bit that everyone says they're going to be. And given it's a 17th team, no doubt there's, well, there's already a lot of talk about who the 18th team is going to be. Any thoughts on where that 18th team is going to land? Yeah, look, there's a lot of discussion about that uh, in terms of whether it's a team from the West. Uh, there's, a, there's a big appetite to get a team from there, uh, whether there's a second New Zealand team or there's another Queensland team. So, um, personally, I think I hope they hold off for a little while, Dwayne. I just don't think we think we're, we need to hold off in terms of uh, developing more players so we've got a bigger pool of players to select from so the quality stays as strong as they can. But there will be, uh, you know, with, with the uh, TV and a 17th team uh, is great, but I think the 18th team creates another game every weekend, which is what TV wants. And I, um, so it, it'll happen sooner rather than later. But uh, I think they'll, this one they'll hold off just a little bit longer to, to make sure that they pick the right area. But I, I think it'll be one of those three areas, either New Zealand, Perth, or, or another Queensland team. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. What would the new frontier, in terms of TV audience, would it be better to have a New Zealand team from the South Island? What is it, the Wellington Orcas or a team from yeah. the West? Well, probably a couple of years ago, Dwayne, you would have said another um, New Zealand team, but obviously you know, New Zealand took a little bit of a hit during COVID with no rugby league played for nearly three years. So I think and, and, and at, a, at a young age developing, that they lost a lot of players. So they'll probably have to uh, just uh, get things going again before they look at that. But, yeah, from a TV audience in New Zealand, obviously Perth is the game, and there will certainly TV another time slot with the, the time difference. I think that's the big attraction there. And there's a, a big group of expats who live in, in WA, whether they're New Zealanders or English or, or people from the East Coast. So uh, those would have to be the two front runners. So that's from a TV point of view. They've both got attractions. Has Papua New Guinea been mentioned a couple of times in recent press that I've saw, seen? Sorry? It definitely has been. Yeah, it has been. That, right from the top, right from the Prime Minister was pushing it. So that's, that comes from a pretty high source. And I think... It's the only country in the world where rugby league is number one in the world. They're, they're number one sport in the country. So it's uh, they're, they're fanatical up there. Always present some logistical challenges, but I think they've got a great... They've got a new stadium up there. So from a stadium point of view, they could do it. It's probably been a um, uh, you know, an area, a few areas they'd look at. But 
I, I would think that that also come into uh, calculation for an ABC. Yeah, good stuff, uh, Frank. Great to have a chat to you. Always good to pick your brain. Jump on board, buy your Storm membership. Tickets on sale, by the way, via Ticket Tech as well. Today for Storm members and Thursday for Geelong Cat members at Storm membership pricing. General tickets on sale on Friday for that big one at the Cattery GMHBA Stadium, Feb 12. And obviously jump on board and get your Storm membership for, well, I think they've got two home games back-to-back after round one is away against the Eels, the Bulldogs, the first of those, Saturday night, March 11 for round two. Frank, we'll talk to you on a regular basis. Always great to have you on. I appreciate your time. Pleasure, Dwayne. Frank Panisi, football boss of the Melbourne Storm. Back to wrap it up next.